Welcome to Grounded Sounds. Yeah. Hi, Evan. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. Well, Abel was unable to join us tonight. He had a taste of Western, which is mm. going on at the Will Rogers Theater tonight. All right. So we wish everybody well over on Western Avenue as they're throwing their one of their big annual events. And so thanks for making it. For sure. Absolutely. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. You having a great week? Yeah, it's a pretty busy week. It's um, been a busy week. Yeah, I gotta say. Um, went to the Irma Thomas show last night. Nice, at the Tower. At the Tower, where, of course, we record these at the Tower studio upstairs. And we're sitting in the hospitality area right now. Yeah. It looks like there was some good food. and There was definitely something that went down here before we came. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. I'd only been to, so far, I'd only been to, like, hip-hop shows. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know standing room only kind of things and uh this was the first one you know everybody was sitting down you know i got to sit in the balcony and just kind of got to sit back and listen to some really good organic music that was yeah it it went on for about two hours i think i'd always wanted to see blind boys of alabama so that was a real treat you know there's only one real living member who performs at this point Mm -hmm. so like I always, I'm always sad whenever I see those, uh, you know, notifications come up in my Facebook feeds, and it's like, hey, this guy you could have seen just died, and you missed it. So, so definitely glad I caught that. Um, Preservation Hall Legacy Quintet was amazing. I don't think I've ever seen a jazz band with an organ before. Nice. So that was cool. Um, but well, yeah, shout out to the tower for getting that booked here. That's amazing. And Jay, our phenomenal sound engineer, who we just need to give more shout really outs and credit do. to. Yeah, he's he is so awesome. He is here every week with us. He edits. He gets everything ready for us. Everything set up. Everything torn down. He gets everything posted. I mean, Jay, I know you're listening. You're a badass, and we love you. And he mentioned that last night uh, was one of his favorite shows here. So that is really incredible that you yeah it was beautiful it was really great well and you played on tuesday at the crow Dunlopy, that's true i did yeah the last the, songwriter series the last one yeah how did that go it went pretty well considering yeah it was really windy out there mm-hmm. and it's kind of a location i think a lot of people aren't familiar with and if they are they probably work there and maybe don't want to hang out but there was a considerable showing and you know we had a couple of food trucks out there and it was it was nice. Uh, Samantha Crane unfortunately was out sick. Oh no! Yeah, so we all ended up just doing extra sets. So so I got to do a full set, and then uh, of course I was on with um, Cameron Neal yeah. from Horse Thief. So it was his first time ever seeing me. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, I'm a big Cameron fan. I like yeah, him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah, he got to play. Like I played while it was daylight, and he played whenever it was like dusk, and I thought that was really nice. So, nice. I'm but, glad to hear that it went well. Yeah, that, it was good. Well, October is busy, and yes. we're going to talk today about um, an event on Saturday coming up. That's right. So why don't we welcome our guest? Hello, guys. Why don't we have everybody introduce yourselves? Um, we are talking to Brian and Brittany here with the She Festival, and we also have the Indigos here as a She Festival performing band, and then they're also going to do a live performance for us at the end of the podcast. So we look forward to that. So we'll start with Brittany and Brian. You guys want to say hello? Hello. Hello. I'm Brittany. <laughs> Everybody's like looks really terrified right now. <laughs> 
don't the know microphone. if I've ever had a group that looks We're so totally scared. Transparent, are we? <laughs> I can't even handle drive-throughs. So, <laughs> Brittany did ask if there was a dress code, and I was like, I promise nobody can see you. Okay, good. So <laughs> nobody can see anybody right now. It's just all audio. <laughs> so, even if you feel a little nervous, nobody can sense that. Unless Good. you just don't speak at all, so yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> As you know, we're right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and then Amber and Carson with the Indigos. We're happy to have you guys as well. Thank you so much for having us. So um, I want to start. I'll start with Brittany actually because um, I want to hear more about how what your end of the She Festival has been, and then collaborating with Brian, and then moving forward. I have been very honored to be a part of it and um, to do some different things, whether it's the branding or the website or the social media or Cellar Door is um, bringing out the sound equipment and all that good stuff. And then Evan's also playing it. So yeah, Evan, Willoway and the Indigo. So we're all a part of SheFest today that all of us who are sitting here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we are. So Brittany, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. So so happy to have you. (laughs) Well, Brittany, go ahead and just give us some insights into kind of your vision for the festival and how things began for you on your end. Um, Well, really, it just, it kind of started, um, we did a couple fundraiser shows for Standing Rock, and I I had asked Brian to play, um, and I kind of met him a little bit before that, and he had said something, maybe on social media, about maybe doing a fundraiser at his house, and then we went to a cookout at his house, and I said, what if we did, what if you did something for women? Like, what if you did something, because... I remember seeing um, some posts that he had done um, about reading books about feminists and women and supporting women, and I thought that would be a really great match because I knew that he was very passionate about that, and he had a really great house and venue to hold something, some sort of fundraiser. Um, And so I approached him with that, and he was like, yeah, and then we kind of shared some stories back and forth. about why that would be really um, a good thing to do and very important and very relevant at the time. Um, and that's really kind of how it started. And I I kept bugging him. I kept sending him messages. I'm like, hey, if you want me to help you with this, I'm more than happy. Like, let me know, let me know, let me know. And so finally he was like, okay, let's do this. And then it just took off from there. I mean, he's so full of ideas and so much you know, energy and he's willing to do the work and it really, it, it is what it is now. And, um, I'm just feel very happy to be a part of it. And I'm, I'm very excited for people to, for women to be able to share their stories of, you know, triumph over crisis and situations that women go through every day. And, um, it makes me happy to have a place where they can share their stories. Absolutely. Well, Brian, why don't we switch over to you and you can kind of tell us what your inspiration has been for the She Festival and why you're hosting this and all of the above. Um, So I guess for me, there are definitely certain issues um, that I am directly sympathetic towards uh, in my own life, Um, being in the service industry, things that I've seen, things that I've experienced growing up. you know, I think people don't realize that in a lot of these issues, there's either a, a zero or one degree of separation. And so you're either directly affected or you know somebody that's directly affected. And I had an incident happen earlier this year 
uh, at a place I used to work at, and that kind of set it all off again, and it kind of showed me what a direct impact you can have when you actually stand up and you actually follow through with that standing with action. And so um, after working with the with Brittany at the Standing Rock thing and playing with that and hearing the speakers there, it was cold and it was wind, windy and... Uh, her boyfriend Daniel can attest to this that it was uh, it was easier once you got up there and you were finishing your set or whatever but you know playing your fingers are cold and people still came out and uh, I think I probably cried at least three times during that and it was just so powerful and the executive director of the Black Lives Matter chapter of OKC was there and she spoke several other speakers and it just really got to me and that kind of sense of community is what I want to continue to bring about and that kind of collectiveness and so when me and Brittany were talking about hosting a fundraiser and having it be centered around women's issues, I'm definitely sympathetic and empathetic towards that. And uh, I've just watched uh, the film we're going to show recently this year. It's called Women Behind Bars, uh, The Voices of Incarcerated Women and Their Children. And that really grabbed me. Uh, there's a scene in that towards the beginning to where there's uh, this woman and she's standing outside in the field while uh, her children are leaving and everybody's families are leaving and visiting days over. And she's looking at the fence and she just says, I'm coming home. I love y'all. The butterflies are surrounding me. I'm coming home. And that's like a phrase that I'll never forget, and it really just sticks with me. And the one thing that we need to bring marginalized people is hope. And that's kind of where my intention comes with this festival is trying to take direct action, trying to connect the dots. You know, we're working with really great nonprofits and organizations like Remerge and Poetic Justice, and they're actually having a meeting in Tulsa right now. And so we're connecting so many people and bringing the community together. We have a lot of support from the businesses in Midtown. We have a lot of support from a lot of businesses around the city. And I think the more awareness we spread, it's, you know, a spider web effect. You can either spread positivity or you can spread negative negativity. And I want to continue to try to be a person that spreads positivity. Yeah, and I think something that really stuck out to me when we first spoke, Brian, so um, you and I really connected about four weeks, five weeks before the festival, and um, of course, Dustin and I immediately jumped on board, and we um, have been excited to do so ever since, but something that really struck me was your... um, passion about um, your passion for helping create awareness and change within the service industry. And that's really um, a focus of She Festival for this year of how can we create safe places for women and people in general and men as well, but especially for women, um, whether, um, it's, you know, you're in the service industry or you're a patron, but beginning to, um, create a sense of camaraderie and, uh, again, safety within bars and restaurants and clubs. And it takes, you know, business owners, it takes, um, the service industry staff to, to say, Hey, these things aren't okay. Yeah. Right. Harassment's Absolutely. not okay. Abuse, right. I mean, all of those things are not okay. And so, um, also for you to step up as a man, I know that we've had a lot of conversations around that. And I think I'll rope Evan in as well, because Evan has been, um, 
uh, one of the biggest feminists in my life. <laughs> and um, we just, I wrote a blog post about it on our She Festival site, and I'm now I'm putting it as feminist, M-E-N. Okay, okay. Um, Which I love. I dig it. It's yeah, nice. and I, I think it. as soon as, you know, men start stepping up for women's issues, it's almost like you get put in the spotlight, right? It's like, well, why would you do this? And what are you doing? And what, remember that time you screamed at your ex-girlfriend or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like you start mm-hmm. almost, it's almost like pastors, you know what I mean? It's like you start getting <laughs> this kind of rap of like, you know, what What are you doing and why are you doing this? And, you know, it's not your role or it's something like that. But um, really something we've talked about for the She Festival is, and this is my personal feel as being a woman, I think it's really important for males to step up and start to change the dialogue around women and start to ch- change attitudes around women because there's so much of it that's a boys club, right? There's so much of Absolutely. it that women can't even penetrate because it's a boys club. And so it does take men to start saying, hey, we're not going to say that towards women or we're not going to abuse you know, this right or privilege if we're with a woman or this is the way we're going to treat a woman. And so... I think it's so important more than ever that people like you, Brian, or Evan step up and really um, speak out for women's rights and women's causes. And so um, do you guys have any comments on that between? Uh, I think for me, it, you know, I talked to a friend about, I talked to two friends about this specific issue recently um, because I don't want to be antagonistic or inflammatory with the issue because that's the last thing that we really need. Uh, this is something that we all have to come on, come together on and my standpoint is that women are humans and these are human issues but there are areas where certain people are uh, more targeted, more directly affected and I think it goes both ways to where um, if you're a man and you're not standing up for women, then you're kind of neglecting these issues and leaving them on their own. But also, if you are not standing up on the other side, standing up against men who are perpetrators of these issues, then you are enabling. And so they're kind of like there's no need for neutrality in these issues that are so prevalent anymore. And I think for me, you know, I know the mistakes that I've made in the past. I know that I've been self-serving in relationships and that, you know, there's, there's mistakes that I've made, but that is, you know, that should be used as part of the drive to move forward because that's how we have to live our lives is from this day forward. And so that's kind of where it comes from me. Um, yeah completely on board with that um i'm not really sure that i can add a whole lot i i i think you really hit a, a big point when you mentioned uh neutrality is really not something that really exists at this point uh, especially with issues like this where you know uh a lot of times there's a narrative that says you know well if you're not against us you're with us or if you're not with us you're against us and all that and it's um like I hesitate to categorize it as something like that because I think it's different than that. It's not a matter of sides. It's not a matter of like who's mm-hmm. against who. It's just doing what you feel is right, like within yourself, you know. And yeah. I mean, it's like you, you already have. Like if we would just follow through with our words half the time, I mean, that's half the battle. It's just which again is something you've already said. So I don't have much to add. Yeah. Well, no, it needs, these things need to be reiterated over and over. And that's why this is also important. Yeah. And I I will at least say that, uh, I am encouraged that, uh, you know, like that this event is happening. Um, we also have, I mean, AmpFest is in its second year, Mm -hmm. totally different kind of thing, but it's definitely there to, 
provide a platform. You know, we've got Rock and Roll Camp for Girls, all, all kinds of great resources that are continually putting this in a public spotlight, I think, that is really useful. But this is the only time I've ever come across anybody who's specifically talking about the service industry, where I feel like it's possibly the most normalized of any uh, particular situation I can think of. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm kind of amazed that, I mean, we, we've had, you know, a number of events, you know, we, we, uh, Cellar Door, uh, sponsored a human trafficking, uh, walk last year. And mm-hmm. like I was part of, uh, you know, Jared, uh, Jared Beck does a lot of great work. He's definitely a good guy. He's, he's another feminist with us, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, I've done like a YWCA fundraiser with him before. Um, but nobody's ever brought up the service industry. And I feel like, you know, that's such a, that's such, such a normalized place. And it's something that we all have a part in one way or another. We're all a part of the service industry. Mm-hmm. As musicians, as patrons, as yeah. staff, as owners, you know, it has to be a spider web. It has to be across the board. You know, I've been fortunate enough. Most of the bars that I've worked in have a zero tolerance policy. You know, we have the prerogative of, you know, no matter what it is, if you're harassing anybody or making anybody feel unwelcome or uncomfortable, you need to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to touch on something Evan said um, about, you know, kind of starting with ourselves. I think that this festival has really brought that to light, at least for me of, you know, it does all start with each individual and ourself because I can even say as a woman, you know, I haven't been perfect towards other women in the past, you know, mm-hmm. and I wrote on the blog post, I've had cat fights when I was younger or, you know, now that being a mom, you know, it's so easy to go, well, what, what is that mom doing with her kid or what, you know, it just gets really easy. And something that I've really, um, focused on the last few years is, is women uplifting women. I think it's so important and I'm learning that more and more. And now having a daughter of, of what kind of woman I want to be and what I want to demonstrate for her and what I want to model for her. And so it really does start with our own individual selves. And I think this whole festival is about us all just trying to do better and just trying to do the best we can for each other and for our kids and for our community and for these causes. And so that's um, what has really brought it home um, just to work, you know, with Brian and Brittany on this and, and have so many artists that are my friends and, um, you know, amazing musicians around Oklahoma City and artists and sponsors and all of that. I mean, it really did come together. I mean, I, I jumped on board. I feel pretty last minute in my, you know, experience with events and festivals. I'm thinking, man, Brian, we should have had this done five minutes ago, you know, on like just the logistics of it. But really what happened is everybody just started coming together really quickly and everything came together quickly. And it really didn't matter at this point on, you know, my checklist that I always have with all of my work. And of course, I brought, you know, my professional gen self into it. And Brittany and Brian have been very gracious with (laughs) dealing with that. But um, at the same time, it, it really keeps, you know, I feel like the perspective and the mindset has been we're really coming together for these bigger causes and these bigger purposes and so that's you know that's kind of the beauty in it I mean I can start to set my type a self aside and go okay this is really what we're aiming for I think it's very organic you know it's not it's not I mean it's held at a house it's not held at a you know at a church or at a bar or you know anywhere we haven't rented out a space for it so you know it's kind of a neutral zone itself where everybody can feel welcome Mm -hmm. and that was your vision from the start Brian was to open up your home 
as a safe place for women and these organizations. And I mean, ultimately you're hosting an array of people Mm -hmm. and, and causes. Um, and so I, I do know Brittany that you have brought along all of the list of people that are involved. Will you go through, um, just some people who we do have on board that are going to be a part of Saturday? Absolutely. Um, some of the organizations, the women's organizations, um, that will receive a portion of the, so we're taking the grand total and just dividing it between, um, all of these and Brian, if I'm missing anything, please feel free. (laughs) Um, the Oklahoma coalition against domestic violence and sexual assault, the YWCA, uh, remerge as Brian had mentioned earlier, uh, bartenders against sexual assault. Yes. All daughters, poetic justice, Palomar family justice center, um, and the Women's Resource Center in Norman, and then is that? I never, no, I never just got kidding. back with the other one. Okay, just so. kidding. And then Blackbird. And then we're so. also there. Also, is going to be Project Blackbird represented there. They're going to come talk about what they do. They're working with a specific case right now in Norman, where a woman named Tondaleo is serving. 30 years she's already done 10 for reporting abuse of herself and her children and her abuser got off with only eight years of probation and never served a day so they're going to be there representing as well um and then uh you know that's kind of how this has all worked is you know it just dominoes and and somebody else steps forward and somebody else wants to be involved and all of these organizations are from direct recommendations so it's talking to people it's not googling where you should donate or anything it's talking to people one-on-one and finding them yeah yeah. And I mean, there's been so many participants. I mean, I can't even catch up. I mean, I've, I've, you know, I'll say, Brittany, Brian, just keep sending me info. And they do every single day. I mean, I keep getting more info to put on the site and put on social media. And it's been amazing how many people are just wanting to jump on board and be involved. And again, the festival, what it's, it's Thursday right now, the festival's on Saturday and people just keep jumping up and wanting to participate. Um, and then we have amazing music artists and amazing artists that are, are a part of it. Um, Brittany, do you want to touch on some of those? Um, obviously, the Indigos. Um, we have Mackenzie Fox, uh, Gabriel Hancock, um, Chase Kirby, uh, Stone Tide, Willow Way, yay! Um, and then Costello. Um, and then we have um, several duet. Oh, Jarvix. yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're sitting right in front of me. I'm so sorry. No, we <laughs> and have then a Jarvix, of course. Yes. Um, and then we have some vendors mm-hmm. uh, that are coming out. Broadshop, Go Monoxide, Flytrap, uh, The Boys Podcast will be out there, Thrive Mama Collective, um, and then Casey Kane XO will be selling her goods. And the artists that have been you know, involved are in, they've been, you know, working diligently to create art and to, for the auction. Um, they're phenomenal. Every time I get pictures of this art, I'm thinking, golly, I mean, everybody is just top notch artists. Um, Really, really talented, really talented women. Yeah. So Brittany, do you want to tell us about the artist? Sure. And if I mispronounce anyone's name, I apologize. Um, Tawson Brewer, Sarah Cohen, uh, Kendall Rainey, Bailey Haynes, is it Melissa Gray Jacobs. or Melissa Jacobs? Okay, Melissa Jacobs, Lila Raymer, Angela Chase, Sarah Black, and Bethany Lee. 
And then also um, Megan Gaddis, who is with Remerge and one of our speakers, is uh, donating a piece. And the cool thing about the art auction is, uh, besides Megan, who is with Remerge and would receive a portion of the proceeds if she uh, did not donate, um, that's kind of a conflict of interest from her perspective, and she just wanted to donate it on her own. All of the artists in the art auction have been paid for their work because this whole thing is about supporting and empowering women, and so I feel like if we're not supporting these artists themselves and what they do in their personal lives with their expression, then we're kind of missing a point. So, and the speakers start at six, and I want to emphasize that because I think it's such a unique event to have speakers, have a film, have, you know, music artists, have the auction, the raffle. There's so much going on on this day that I think is incredible. And um, so just for, you know, people who are kind of wondering what the the time frame is, we have, you know, a schedule of events on the Facebook page, on Instagram, on the website, which is thesheefestival.com. And we are also having to put together a rain plan, which is looking like our you know, a plan a right now. (laughs) I think at this point, um, you know, the rain might start a little later in the day, uh, but we will probably just go ahead and set the music up inside anyways Mm -hmm. and have the tables and booths outside. If we can, if the day of, we see it's going to roll in later. If not, we have a, we have a full contingency rain plan all the way around for the art auction, the music, the speakers, the raffle, everything. So, yeah, which I'm excited about because I know there's a lot of outside events going on in Midtown on Saturday and, um, you know, a lot of it might get rained out, but fortunately we're able to, Brian's able to provide that inside space, um, to hold, you know, people who want to come and hang out and support these causes and these artists and all of the above. Yeah. I'm happy to. Are we missing anything um, as far as Saturday goes? Uh, If you guys want to, if anybody wants to know a little bit about what the raffle prizes are like, um, people came out strong for the raffle prizes. So we've got some coffee and a mug and a shirt from Elemental. We've got two uh, passes to the museum plus two passes to a film at the museum of your choice. We've got a $100 gift certificate from Commonplace Books. We've got four $25 gift certificates from Go Go Sushi. We've got a $25 gift certificate from Brad Granny's. Uh, there's going to be a toy machine that was donated by Go Monoxide as well. So, I mean, we've just got a lot for this raffle, and I'm supposed to pick up more tomorrow from Revel 8. They are giving a groom and shave kind of package with some uh, beard oil and whatever goes along with that stuff. And then also on the other side, uh, um, um, a nail thing or whatever, mm-hmm. fingernail, toenail thing. Like a manicure, uh, pedicure thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know the thing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so something um, to do with hands and feet. And, and while we're, and while I'm uh, while I'm mentioning Revel Eight, um, we are also going to be working with them in the future with OKC Fashion Week. So one of the things that has come about from bringing the She Festival into existence is bringing a greater awareness to these issues with people in Midtown themselves, these businesses in Midtown themselves. And so in the spring, OKC Fashion Week will be sponsoring Poetic Justice and Remerge and Project Blackbird and Palomar Family Justice Center. So this is a movement more than just a one-day thing. Yeah, and that's that was definitely in my mind the hope for 
you know, moving forward of that this isn't just a one day thing. It's an everyday thing, an every month thing, um, an every year thing in whatever ways and shape that comes in. So, um, yeah, well, it's been very lovely working with you guys on this. Likewise. And we're I just, I just think that we just need to tell everybody how much it is and what you're getting. So it's like $20 suggested donation. Um, very strongly suggested. Um, but you know, we will have some free beer in the beginning. We'll have free beer until it runs out. You may get a couple drink tickets. Um, Brian's dad, Larry is fixing a big delicious brunch, um, that we'll start serving at noon. Um, and then in the evening, I'm not sure what time, five or six, we're going to start serving around hungry time. Yeah. Frito (laughs) chili pies. And, you know, you get a chance to enter the raffle and there's the art auction and all, you know, you get to listen to all these wonderful musicians and bands all day long. And these wonderful speakers that are just going to raise awareness about the things they're speaking about, you know, rape and human trafficking, which are, you know, very prevalent here in Oklahoma where the crossroads, you know, you have I-35, I-40. So a lot of, um, you know, a lot of bad people come through here doing very bad things. And it's just to raise awareness and find out what you can look for, what you can do, how you can, you know, be an advocate for these people that, you know, I guess at that point don't really have a voice to speak out for themselves. Um, and we're going to watch the wonderful film. And, you know, so I just wanted to let everybody know what all is included with their $20 donation and going to help all of these wonderful organizations that help women. So, yep. yeah. And for one idea of the difference we can make is with Poetic Justice, it costs $25 for an incarcerated woman to go through one of their poetry writing workshops. And that is not a lot. So if we had you know, a hundred people come to the event that makes a huge difference to these places. You know, most of these organizations are very small, very grassroots. And when things are first gaining the momentum, a little bit of support goes a really, really long way. Yeah. And for everything that's going on that day, I mean, $20, come on, like that's a a day of entertainment, you know, raffles and auctions. People might spend it at the bar anyway. Oh, absolutely. And you can BYOB, like, you know, roll up with your you know, six pack of whatever Coors or <laughs> whatever. I mean, whatever you want to bring, but, um, actually we encourage local breweries. <laughs> we want to support our, our local breweries. So come with like Coop or Anthem or right. Rucktail. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, there's so much. And again, all the things and the, the causes that, uh, that, you know, the money is supporting is just, it's priceless. You really can't put a price on supporting these kind of causes and people and, um, organizations. So it's, it's going to be a good day. Yeah. Agreed. Well, um, I, I'll touch real quick on where you can find, uh, the she festival. It's at the she festival on uh, Facebook and, um, at, or I guess there's not an ad on Facebook, but the she festival on Facebook and then at, uh, the she fest on Instagram and then uh, com is where people can find more information. And if you want the address on here, it's 422 Northwest 9th Street, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73102. 
Yep. And it goes from noon to at least 10 o'clock. We'll probably be rolling yeah. out a little later too. So. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you, Jen, for all of your really stellar hard work. Oh man, it. it's, so, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's been awesome working with you. Thank you. And vice versa. No, thanks. It's a, it's a good event. <laughs> well, let's talk to the Indigos and find out we, again, they're a part of this on Saturday and, um, Which we're so excited, like hearing everything and the perspective and the heart. It's just, it's really, really incredible. This is really special. Well, I couldn't think of a more perfect band. Brittany had talked to you guys, and um, I, you know, I've known both Amber and Carson for years, and you guys have done work <laughs> for Cellar Door. And Carson was my first intern, and it was just amazing. You guys are wonderful, yeah, um, and you. of course, great. I'm big fans of the Indigos. You have a wonderful project, and it's been fun following you guys throughout the years and seeing you guys grow with your band and um so i couldn't think of a better group to be a part of this festival and i'm excited that you guys are going to be there tomorrow um so tell us a little bit about the indigos for listeners who haven't heard you or or don't know you so we are the indigos (laughs) um we started off as an acoustic duo for about two and a half years and then um we basically we just were I had a project for the Mariposa project that was out of the parish about four years ago. And I was like, there's a song I want to play, but I'm kind of challenged with the guitar on it. So then I asked my good friend Carson, I was like, hey, do you want to come play the song with me? And he was like, sure, why not? I said yes. (laughs) (laughs) Cute girls asking you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it just went really well. And I was like do you want to continue this? Would this be something you'd want to pursue? And he was like, let's do it. And I was like, cool. A week later, let's go to California. (laughs) And he was like, okay, cool. Let's go. And we just, we literally roughed it in the most beautiful way possible and got to meet a bunch of really wonderful people and have a lot of really great experiences and some maybe not so great experiences, but it taught us so much. And it really, like, bonded the Indigos. And we actually went through a couple of names before. At first, it was just kind of, like, my name. And then it was, like, Amber and... What was the... It was Amber and the Indigo Kid. That was... Yep. And then, finally, we were like, we got to choose a name and stick with it. Because we... <laughs> and then we went was, to, the, to just Indigos. And then we realized anytime we said our band name, we ended up saying the Indigos. So we just added the at the beginning of it anyways. Yep. <laughs> And everybody loves a good love story. So go ahead and tell us about that journey with you two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I met Carson. Well, I didn't even meet him. I saw him for the first time in middle school in like seventh or eighth grade. And I was like, he's beautiful. Uh, He's just (laughs) stunning. I had no idea who she was. Didn't exist for about five years. (laughs) So my freshman year of high school, Carson was the guitar teacher's student aide. And I got really gutsy after class one day. And I was like, so what's your number? And he gave it to me, and we were friends for about a year, two years. She was also a freshman while I was a senior, so that was a pretty big deal for her. (laughs) I mean, come on, I I get some props, right? Amber has some guts, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I just, we continued to pursue our friendship, and it was another few years before he was like, you're interested in me? But that didn't happen until we got to California. <laughs> and it, we, our first night there, um, the air mattress popped, and our first kiss happened, and it's been history five years going. Well, it's it's always fun to see, you know, um, a 
couple be able to work together on a music project and you guys work very well together. Thank you. And um, tell us about what you guys have been um, doing as far as recording and albums and material and shows and all of that good stuff. Absolutely. So we're excited to announce that we're getting ready to release an EP within the next two months. Maybe it's sooner, maybe it's later. You'll just have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got a bunch of new merch that we're working on. We just got our solid logo finished, and we're really excited about that. And we're going to be planning a tour here in the next year and see where the world takes us. (laughs) Yep. That's exciting. I'm so glad. You guys have been working on this album for a while. Yeah. Because I remember you've been in the studio for the last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've gone through some band member changes and we're happy to have finally been uh, blessed with Josh and our, who, yeah, Josh is sitting right over here. He didn't want to talk. Um, <laughs> Hi, Josh. And our drummer, Michael, who is actually on the court with the Thunder on their drum line tonight. Nice. Yeah. So you guys, everything kind of came together once you gained your band members. and It's like a band family, honestly. They're like my brother's. I mean, aside from Carson, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, that gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- um, what time do you guys play tomorrow? You guys are at four? Yes. Four o'clock? Yeah. Pretty certain. Yes. What other shows do you guys have coming up? Um, next weekend, we are playing a Halloween show at Bison Witches in Norman. Nice. And then after that, we're playing with Neo Romantics on November 7th at Red Rick Bar. Great. You guys are doing some good Norman stuff. Yeah. Norman's definitely become Mm -hmm. probably our hometown. Yeah. It's just, that's where Josh and Michael are from. And we just, it's a fun place. It's very fun. (laughs) It is. I like Norman. If if you ever want to like really get familiar with like the rock scene in Tulsa, Neo Romantics is the way to go. Daniel Castleberry is insane. He, he just, he knows everybody. I mean, he books tours all the time. It's, it's ridiculous. Daniel's the sweetest. He actually like posted on Facebook and was like, Hey, I've got this band from Houston coming through. They need a place to stay. And I was like, send them my way. It's my house now. (laughs) So you hosted. I did. I actually hosted two other bands that he had come through. So that was a lot of fun. That's great. We've done that too. I always like getting to know different bands. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we all know I, how that is. Sure, sure. <laughs> like when you're playing the show and don't have anywhere to stay. I just have a one-bedroom apartment, so I can't help anybody out, unfortunately. <laughs> that would be – I'd have to get really creative. But um, I, I do want to just throw out a I, that I still have your first single as the Indigos, the standalone CD. You do. You know, with a sticker and everything. Yes. So I've, I've been aware of you guys for a good while. Um, Thank you. And I'm excited for the new album because this is essentially going to be the first outing, like as a full band sound, right? Yes. Like it's going to finally kind of capture and represent what you've been doing on stage for a while now. So I'm excited for that. Um, I could jump out of my skin. But yeah, I've got (laughs) I've got it somewhere. I've got like a little rubber banded collection of just random local music I've picked up and pretty sure you guys were just busking at Plaza one night and I, I picked one up. Nice. So, <laughs> well, what songs are you going to perform for us tonight? Today we're going to be singing our new single wrath 
And it's really kind of fitting because it's just about, you know, taking life as it comes and dealing with the chaos and trying to be strong through it all. <laughs> so I think it might be fitting for everything that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And what's, are you going to do a second one for us? Would you like a second one? We would love a second one. <laughs> what you guys want to do? Josh, what do you want to play? Sail away. Sail away it is. <laughs> All right, nice. Well, very cool. Well, where can people find you on social media and websites and all that good stuff? So you can find us on Instagram at the Indigos OKC, and then you can find us on Facebook with the Indigos. Is that OKC as well? Um, it should just be the Indigos. The Indigos. Mm-hmm. And then you can also check out our website and merch and upcoming shows and anything else that you really want to know about the Indigos at theindigosband.com. Nice. Well, it's such a pleasure having you guys on. I know I've been on my list for a while to get on the podcast, and we look forward to hearing you guys tonight and on Saturday at the She Festival. And so thank you to all of our guests for being here tonight. We really appreciate it. It's been a wonderful conversation and um, a great episode. Yeah. Evan, do you have anything to kind of end on before we close out? Uh, Man, I mean... There's always stuff going on, you know. I know, um, it's October. I, I will give Sativa Profits a shout-out because they had an album come out this month. They got a big write-up in the Gazette uh, this week, so it's been Lucian did them upright, really captured kind of what they do. Uh, insane Energy Live, and they are having their release show um, on Friday, October 20th, at time of this recording. That's going to be tomorrow mm-hmm. um, at the 51st Street Speakeasy. Um, with a number of other excellent bands. Uh, see if I can remember them all. I probably can't. But the Zoot Suit? Zoot Suit is one of them, and that's actually big news, too, because Zoot Suit um, is, is not going to be a thing um, pretty soon. Uh, their, their front man is moving away. Uh, he got a really nice opportunity up in Indiana. So um, he's with Zoot Suit, and he's with uh, Trash TV. Mm-hmm. So... A uh, couple of really just energetic, great bands. Um, but yeah, Zoot Suit, that's going to be one of the last chances you can catch them uh, if you don't catch them at that show. They also have Baffoween coming up, which is a house show that they do every Halloween. For the record, Baffa, B-A-F-A. It just stands for Big Ass Fat Ass. <laughs> like the events, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just a big, yeah. So, But that, that'll make it memorable, I'm sure. But. Right, you can't forget that. <laughs> yeah, so so definitely shout out for uh, to Zoot Suit. Um, I think Local Man Ruins Everything is also on that bill tomorrow. Um, who are just an incredible uh, three piece like mm-hmm. jazz fusion rock instrumental Eric band. Harris is one of the best bass players. He, around. Yes, he's he blows my mind all the time. And, uh, and we'll give Fifty First uh, Speakeasy a shout out because that's where Brian is majority that full time full time full time gig. Yeah, so you can find nice. Brian over there as well. And we're a big fan of the yes, Speakeasy. Big fan. Big fan. They have amazing shows, um, and you guys are amazing people over there. Yeah, congratulations had, on ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've had it's Greg on the podcast, and mm-hmm. it's got a nice. Yes, it's wonderful. So, well, we will wrap up because I can't wait to hear the Indigos. Yeah, and um, you can find Grounded Sounds at Grounded Sounds on Instagram and Twitter, and Grounded Sounds OK on Facebook. And until next time. We're the Indigos, and this is our song, Wrath. I need a sweet escape Something to get this off of my soul I 
often want to run away So bad, babe, you don't even know When I think here comes my chance The wind brings so much I'm sand It's hard to see the straight now path I get so confused I'm caught in the
this next one is called Sail Away. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> 